Build that drama. Maximum blockage. Build them that drama. Maximum blockage. G'day everyone and welcome back to another exciting episode of Maximum Blockage where we build that drama. This week we'll be discussing the guest bedroom week and as always I'm joined by the sunny to my share. Bretto, how's it going? <laughs> oh, that's brutal. Yes, Another brutal on. one. Wow, they're real mean this season, Josh. I work on them now. I think about them daily and I'm like, ooh, got to get a good one because yesterday's wasn't that good. No, yeah. All righto. Well, I, I still felt the pain of it. Oh, very good. I'm happy about that. Yeah, no, oh, I'm going great. It's good to see that they're finally working on the houses for a change. None of this challenge malarkey. Yes. Come on. No, I'm quite happy about that. So we'll kick off and we got straight into the judges' scores. Well, after a massive recap, but... Massive recap. We won't do that to the listeners. Like, oh, what didn't happen last episode? And you're like, well, not much. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm surprised that they could string it on that long. But yeah, anyway. they really packed it in there, eh? Uh, so our winners were Jim and Tam, and they picked House 5, the 1950s. I was actually really surprised by the picking the people did. Yes, I thought that was a bit weird too, but... Everybody was saying they wanted the edges, and, then, and I'm like, yeah, because you've got the most room... Yeah. And then nobody, nobody really. Well, well, it happened. Well, it didn't sorry. really. Yeah, Jim and Tam picked five. Yep. So then Dan and Jade, who scored 22 and a half, picked the third house, smack bang in the middle, 1930s. Yes. And they said they picked it for the facade? Yeah, because it's got the biggest facade. Yeah. So it's the biggest wow statement. Yeah. Um, and then we had Luke and Jazz on 21 and a half. They picked house number four, the 1910s. Apparently they felt a connection to it. Yeah, well, they keep talking about that, like, beach bungalow feel or style. Yeah, which, I don't know. I didn't know that that was a style back then, but I'm not going to question it. Yeah, I thought the Beach Boys were well before 1910. Got (laughs) on. Especially Kokomo. Absolutely. Uh, Then we had Sarah and George with 18 points. They picked house number two, uh, which is the 40s house. Um, So they obviously didn't get their good omen house. I think that was the 1910s house. Yep. Uh, and then coming in last, Harry and Tash on 16 and a half, and they picked, well, they got given... They got f- given house number one. Yeah, which they were like, oh, we're stoked. Which we- they wanted anyway. Yeah, so that was the 1920s house. Which they wanted anyway, apparently, which is surprising with some of the things that happened later in the episode. Yes. Good good sting. Yeah. Good grab. Ooh. Nobody wanted! Wanted! Scotty's advice! Oh, we tried! You will be delivering your first guest bedroom. Okay. And I strongly suggest you think about the era of your house when you are designing it, because I know the judges will want to see how you interpret the decade of the home that you're living in. It's very important. Bloody judges needing to be super focused on the era or whatever, you know yeah. that's going to grow my gears so much this season. I know, because it's going to be so contradictory and they're yeah. not going to stick to one rule. Oh, absolutely not. It's all about emotion. But at the same time, it's going to have to be that decade, but then also beachy, like they can't stray away from because beachy, they're in but Brighton. also that decky, yeah. decade, yeah. That decky. The dicky. <laughs> uh, yeah, it really... I, I, yeah, my New Zealand keeps slipping back, bro. Yeah, no, it re- <laughs> It just it really makes no sense because they're going to be so contradictory. And later on in the episode, one of the couples is like, oh, we want to do like a modern take on the 1910s. 
Which to me, that doesn't make any sense. Yes, and talking about not making any sense. Last couple of seasons, we've had some contestants blow their budgets and come dangerously close to running out of money at the end. I will be giving you your budget weekly. Now, this really grinds my gears because, as you were saying yesterday, the amount of choice that they keep taking away, if someone chooses yep. to blow their budget in the no, first week, that was the that's point. on them. There was, yeah, previous seasons, people have gone, all right, minimalist first three rooms, massive bathroom or something like that. Yeah. And it was great. They're like, look, we're not expecting to win these, you know, and the judges would be like, oh, you just suck, you're the worst. Oh, what are you doing for like the first three weeks? And they're like, no, we know what we're doing. Bathrooms and kitchens sell houses. Yeah. We're saving all our money for those. And they do that. And then the judges would be like, oh, my God, this kitchen and this bathroom are amazing. And then they'd make heaps of money at the end. And the judges are like, oh, our advice is wrong again. Oh, we're a bunch of... But then Suncorp would come in and go, we're banking financial analysts and we know you got heaps of money. Yeah. And then it's like, oh, actually, but you don't have any money. bank account says zero. But yeah. I also blame Scott because he's part of that as well. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, so now, like you said, they're taking away all of the choices of the contestants. Yeah, so here's the budget for week one. So you're doing your guest bedrooms at the front of each of your houses and I'll be giving you a budget of... $19,000. Okay. okay. Cool. Okay. That's yep. it. No more, no less. That has to pay and cover all of your trades and all of your styling. Mm -hmm. So it's tight. So I know that they keep things purposely vague so that people like us can't nitpick. Super vague. But I'm wondering how does it go if, say, you want to spend ten grand on your house, yep. so you've got nine grand left over. Yeah, no, but he does say week to week, this is your budget. Like he. So uh, what does that not... It's not very clear, but I think he insinuated that you don't get to keep the extra. So is this just a budget-keeping method for them where they can make more money if you choose I not to spend? Yes. Because it, like there will be certain people who will be like, oh, well, if that's the case, I'm going to spend eighteen one. Yep. To not go over and make sure that if any extra little things come in, that's fine. Then there's going to be people who will go like, I'm going to spend $19,001 and then heaps of extra bills will come in. Like, how does that work? I have no idea. Also, like we saw previous seasons, uh, some of the trade bills for rooms come in much later. Yeah, because there's certain bosses who... I guess the sub-accounts are for... You know, so your sub-account will be for that room. Yeah. And then... Every trade on that room has to be paid out of that room. Yeah, but even then, it's a bit like you could get a quote of like, "Oh, it's going to be five grand," and yeah. then he's like, "Oh, there was like it was smooth as also, butter." Also, yeah, how does that work when, say, if you got a sparky running wires through a wall, the wall is two rooms. Yes, you know, it's either side. Uh, no, they're going to plaster it. Then you got to punch a hole in it <laughs> to get into those yeah, wires. Yeah, and then if I run a wire over the ceiling of a room, is that then got to come out the budget of that room as well? Like it's it's going to be interesting, but at the same time, I think nineteen grand for a bedroom is pretty sweet. Yeah, it's quite a lot of money. Seems like a lot. I I'll, I'll I be interested to see how much they're setting aside for kitchens and bathrooms. That'll be the real test. Yeah, I can't wait till we do our budget episode and. Uh, can go back through and sort of see yeah. if they've stuck to it and how much they get over the year yeah. and whether but it is... a guest bedroom, which should be pretty minimal. Yeah. That 19 grand, poof, it's pretty pretty good. Tradies are pretty expensive well, these days. What? 
you're mostly only playing Sparky and your builder in a guest bedroom, right? Unless you're Scotty or George, in which case he is both a plumber and an electrician. Meanwhile, plumber George. <laughs> Come on, Scotty. Like, they write a script for him. Yeah. How hard is it for him to be like, oh, or someone to check it? How many people do they have working on this show? I oh, know, it's ridiculous. Uh, ridiculous. Yeah, a bit of, um. well, we can't complain. That clip was pretty bad. I thought I didn't cut that off so poorly. Oh. <laughs> uh. And he's talking about needed... Oh, well, you cut that part out of the podcast about you can't yep. get good help these days. Exactly. Damn it. Oh, well, that's enough of... Blah, blah, budget, blah, blah, blah. So it's finally time to start, and we kick off with Harry and Tash, and they are having a bit of dramas. So for those watching at home, just to understand a little bit, we got up only having just learned what house we were going to get and what room we were going to get on Sunday night the night before to not even knowing the style of the house or understanding anything about it. I'm already starting to stress. No, I, I can't I just... stress. It's, it just started, Tash. To having our trades rock up at 7am. Robbie, oh. mate, how are you, mate? Hi. So today we're working on... Uh, our guest bedroom. Guest so we're in this yeah, guy at the front. And then to having our wardrobe designers walk in at 9am. Hi Andrew. Hi Andrew, I'm Tom. Andrew, how are you, mate? Nice to make a decision in five minutes of where our wardrobes were going to go, what they were going to look like, what was going to be in them, and we had to order them right then and there. Not having any ideas or where to put the beds, the size of the beds, had done no planning, daunting. Yeah, so uh, they got pretty overwhelmed and started crying pretty early. Yeah, instantly. Um, I do tend to agree with her in the sense that it's like, oh, well, they come in and I've got to make all of these decisions. Yeah. But I don't know. Like you were saying yesterday, it is a planning podcast, like a planning show. show. Yep. Plan a little bit. Have a bit of an idea. Well, it's like I was alluding to earlier. Um, oh, this is the house we wanted. And it's like, oh, so you haven't thought about anything that's going to happen there? I know they didn't know which room they were going to have, but... The guest bedroom, you look at the plan, you look at where the window is, you decide where the... Like, it's a guest bedroom. All you need to know is where the bed and the side tables are going. Yeah, I'm surprised that they're actually putting built-ins in, but yeah, I guess that's fair enough. But, you know, in the 1910s, which I think their house is, they yeah. built-ins there wouldn't have been all the built-ins. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it should literally be like wooden dresses yeah. that are freestanding that you can move around. Exactly. If they want to be, like, in any way, shape, or form in sticking with the period. But I assume that Shane is going to pick him up on that and be like, that's not period. Yeah. And I'll be like, good on you, Shana. Yeah, she'll... Oh, there's no doubt in my mind. She'll definitely be all over it. Uh, One little thing that I noticed that they said was that they're like, oh, we've got a really small room. It's 3.5 by 3.7. Yeah. Now, in modern day construction, that room is so big... Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, nowadays you can barely fit a single bed in a room. Yeah. And, yeah, so I, I just think it's funny yeah, it's that they're not, like, it's oh, it's It's actually pretty so good. It's just, I don't know. <clears throat> it's a guest on, bedroom. You don't want people plan, to stay too though, long. With the window at this side and the door is in a weird place, it's a little bit down the wall and on the side, it's not at the end. Yeah. Which is odd, but I guess... They could have, like, ripped that out and put a cavity slider in. Well, that's and then what, it wouldn't they never have affected... do that. But then would they go, oh, cavity sliders aren't 1910s? Neither would you need a, sli- a external sliding uh, yeah. door? Oh, yeah, you could do the barn with door. With and that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sweet. This is why I should I don't not know. Just looking at the plan, that room is just weird. Like, it's a weird setup for a room. Yeah, no, but I think that they don't have the... 
what would be the word, like the technical prowess to sort of go, oh, well, we can change these things. I guess they're sort of like, yeah, I'm well, just going to do what I'm told. House, like it could be more of a, fa- like it's right near the front. Yeah. Like that's where you could like sit at the front and see out the front. Maybe it would have made more sense to be like a day room or something, that one, than a guest bedroom. Yeah, but you can't change the architect's plan. No, <laughs> that would be too much free will. <laughs> um, then we go to Dan, who's, his first thing of the day was like setting up an office for his wife, yep. uh, Jade. And I thought that's a really good idea, like that she's got a spot to just sit there, look at the plans, think about it, make decisions. Yep. Uh, as she said yesterday, she's a visual person, so it helps. Yep. And then he's got the uh, photo of the finished thing behind her. So turn yeah, around. Pretty good. Yeah, I just thought he was being, being very positive. I uh, He grew on me a little bit, but the how many sad clips that they had to play in between them oh man that was ages yeah i was just like oh god damn is this a building show so um i was gonna grab it as a clip but it takes like half an hour so i'm like no 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 we'll just run through that so how does it start he Uh, buys the farm he buys the farm after doing his trade because he loves farming yeah then the drought hits yeah so he gets a bit of a debt happening Yep. Then a fire happens when he's not there yep. and his neighbour's like, oh, there's a fire coming. And then Is that while he was away working to try and cover his debts? I, that... I'm not sure. It was, well, I, I thought it was it was at the end of last year. Okay. So whether he was away for Christmas potentially or who yep. knows. Then his neighbour rings back 10 minutes later and he's like, it's all gone. Yeah. Um, so then the big fella decides to get a job on the wharf to try to make ends meet. Yep. Uh, whilst... He had another job as well because he, he was like working at the wharf, doing construction, doing construction, and then doing the farm at night. Yeah. But he's got uh, the cows on consignment. But the cows Is that what are it's on called? Consignment. So they're not even on your farm. Yeah. So four grand. At that point, wouldn't you just sell your cows instead of paying someone to have the cows on their land? You just like you like right now. My land's not cow worthy. I'm doing something else for work. I'm growing me dirt. Yeah. <laughs> me dirt's coming along great. <laughs> um, I don't know. Like, uh, uh, It's not an economics podcast, Brett. True. Blah, blah, budget, blah, blah, blah. Exactly. Or, yeah, it, I don't know. Maybe he's just, I don't know. He's put enough, so much time and effort into the cows already. He could have a good bloodline and he the, doesn't want yeah, to get yeah. rid of them. And who sure. knows? Something. We know farming. Absolutely. I've got a couple of acres. Anyway. Very good. <laughs> And then they talk about their daughter and their kids for a bit. Yeah. And how she's got a rare disease and whatever. Yeah, so they want the money to sort of be able to provide for her. Yep. It's very sad. It's very sad. Trying to like enjoy myself watching a program. It was was like half of the program. Yes. It's like, I want to watch this renovation program. They're like, No, it's farmer drama program now. And you're like, Well, maybe they're competing with the last episode of a farmer wants a wife and they're like you know what people want? Farm drum. <laughs> <laughs> so, anyway. Possibly, yeah, possibly. I'll get this podcast back on track. Sorry, bro. So then we uh, find out a little bit of extra money that the contestants might be getting. This year, in addition to their allocated weekly budget, Blockheads will also get block bucks. A ton of money, man. I've never seen money like that in my life. Bloody hell. We've got Mighty 10, Beacon Shot. Lighting, Shots, Aura Home. Freedom Furniture. We have like over $300,000 worth of block Block bucks. Who has that sort of money? We do. We do. (laughs) Yep. Yes, so much money in block bucks. Yeah, that is a heap of money. 
So previous seasons they were getting that much too, and I, somehow running out of money. Yeah, I don't know. Like that. Well, theoretically, that should almost be enough to do the renovation. Well, yeah, most of the styling's happening at Beacon and Freedom, yeah. which they have block bucks for. Yes. Like, I don't know. So this nineteen, I just it's a lot to me to just do a room. Yeah, I agree. But uh, so it'll be interesting to see how the budget plays out this year and whether yeah. there will be I guess, budget uh, dramas. I guess a lot of these houses will have to have timber floors, like real nice timber floors to be with the period. Well, when they were talking floor coverings, uh, a lot of them were going carpet, weren't they? Mm, mm, true. Okay. So what no? kind of carpet was there in the turn of descent, like 1910s? I don't know. Yeah. I wasn't alive. I don't know if you know this. Uh, Maybe I should have. Well, I don't that. remember because I was pretty young. So <laughs> <laughs> uh, then we go Jimmy and Tam, and their secret is that they're building a secret ensuite entrance by putting up fake rope well, doors. Yeah. So the the doors to the ensuite will be look the same as the wardrobe. Yes. So it'll be four sets of wardrobe doors, but yep. one set of them will lead to the ensuite. Yes. And that's their big idea. Are you a fan? No. Does it make the room look smaller? It has to, doesn't it? I think so. Because those doors will have to protrude out like a robe. Yes. To stay parallel. Yes. So is then the walkway into the bathroom ensuite just going to be longer? Because you're not getting any of that room back in the bathroom, are you? Well, I don't know whether they'll just like... Use whiteboard and Melmine as the framing material. Yeah. So that that would be like your jams, and then the cupboard doors would sit as if it was a cupboard, like it's cupboard opening yeah. that you can just walk into. Yep. I don't know. I don't rate it as an idea, no, personally. I'm not loving it either. Um, maybe it's a 1950s thing. It must be Who a knows? 1950s thing. Oh, also, i got to give you props because in our first one when you were talking about the 1950s and we were talking about Happy Days and you were like, <laughs> oh, you're going to live on top of the loft like you... The garage. Yeah. yeah, Like so the Fonz. Yeah, so they yeah. Get, there's going to be a that. Fonz spot. See? So that's dope. Absolutely. I nailed it. Yeah. Um, so then the uh, Bonehead boys roll in. Okay, thanks. Absolutely. Uh, yeah, and they get a lot of praise put on them. I'm surprised at how many of the wives want to leave their husbands for Dan. It was super awkward. It was cringeworthy, mate. The first one made me laugh, and then it just got awkward. I was yeah. just like, uh, "Have the producers told you to say this?" Yeah, it got yeah, it got it got weird. Yes. Uh, so with them coming back, also as the high page lever. Yep, the high pages lever's back. Uh, we still don't know the proper rules of it, though. It's still super vague. Use it once. Pull the lever. First person to pull get it some gets trades. to use it. Yeah. But no specific amount or no. type. No. Anyway. Yeah, well, I don't know. Maybe it'll be clearer this year with the money allocated per room. So if they pull a lever... They get that much, potentially. Yeah. But does, is that helpful? or? I guess if you're doing like a kitchen... Or a, or the big bathroom, and you're like, I want like a giant spa with jets that shoot you across the bathroom into a second spa, <laughs> and you're like, how we care? Can we afford that? It's like high pages lever, baby, because we don't get to keep this money next week anyway. Well, I, do, I, dude, surely you get to keep it and pass it on. But like you're saying, the way it's worded, you probably don't. I don't know. We we just can't tell at this point. 
Anyway, enough of this jovial attitude. It's time <laughs> to get back to Harry and Tash having a terrible time. I didn't realise we were going to have to choose all these things today. The main lesson I've learnt today is before anything, sit down, look at your floor plan. Plenty. Check that there's an extra window. Make sure you know where the bed's going to go. Yeah. And your wardrobes. I didn't even think about it, to be honest, because we That's were just so That's how I should so have thought about it too, so... And I didn't really read the plans. I was like, oh, we're just going to do it. Yeah, That's I wrong. Know. Yes, yeah, so they didn't read the plans. They so read your plans, viewers, they listeners. Re- yeah. They realised they had a window in there, and it's like, I, I don't know how you're like, oh, here's a bedroom, but it doesn't have a window. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, surely you're like... But the room's already existing. Is the window not in the frame already? 100% it would be. I would assume. Be, right? They might replace it with like a newer... Absolutely, they're going to put in a new... But the like cutout in the frame... Yeah, you're like, yeah. oh yeah, so a window's going there, but... No, they've done no prep at all. Like, at least look at the plans the night before. They tell you the room, you go, here's the plan. Bed here, wardrobe there. That's it. That's all you need. Well, the other thing, I'm going to give a little bit of props to house rules. You notice all the contestants on there, like they have tape and they're like, they put the tape outline on the floor so they can visualize things. So they'll go like, oh, my cupboards are going to go here. The bed's going to go here. What are you even talking about, this other show on a different network? You are insane. Bretto's just jealous because (laughs) of my House Rules podcast that I do with another tradesman. No, shush. (laughs) We don't need to talk about that one. No, yeah, absolutely. They, uh, yeah, when they woke up in the morning, you walk into the room and you go, we're going to put the bed here and the wardrobe there. And it's if they're having this much trouble planning a guest bedroom already... I'd hate to see him with a kitchen or a bathroom, bathroom with more trades that they need to organise. A yard, a lounge room. Can you imagine a lounge room? You've got to figure out where a TV goes, a lounge goes, some side tables go. I, I've got it's a question for you. How where, do you to, where to put a bowl of fruit? How do you think you'd go with Brenda? How would the dynamic be? Oh, it'd be the best. Really? Absolutely. Mum would be drunk by 11. <laughs> That's a bit harsh. I think she drinks to put up with you, to be honest. Yeah. Um, Since I'd be there, she'd have to. <laughs> no, I think your mum's too easy going, so it would just be like really, it would just be a good dynamic. I don't know how much would get done. Oh, nothing would get done. But uh, it'd be awesome. We'd just be turning it over empty rooms, going, use your imagination, judges. Come on. I was asked, I asked Jess the same question because she was sort of saying about how. A father-daughter dynamic is like the dad wants to sort of protect them and, yep. you know, make sure they're happy and all the rest of it. And Absolutely. he seems to be wasting time doing that. He really is. But I honestly think that her and her dad would argue quite a lot <laughs> because oh. they're both very strong-willed and yeah, nothing would get done that way. Yeah, so that'd be good. You need someone, yeah, a bit of an alternate thing. Yeah, no, he is too worried about her being her upset. being upset, yeah. Um, yeah. Because then nothing's going to get done. Well, you saw And she needs to just harden up and make decisions. Even if they're wrong, you'd still, like, having the wrong pillows is better than having no pillows. Exactly. And with him worrying about her, like, you know, the building is being slowed down. Absolutely. So... And don't care too much about what the judges say. Yeah, because they've never been proven to be right. right, Ever. They never... Oh, no. uh, Like, season five or something... When they were giving out so much money in the judges' thing, they ended up giving one team like a hundred grand more, yeah, but and they won mostly because their house just had a hundred more thousand yeah. dollars. Potential buyers are like, "Oh, oh, I wow, noticed look that at this all is these like gold statues, yeah, and granite, <laughs> a bag and, of money at this time." Yeah. 
You're like, hmm, I might buy this one. Yeah, I forget what's that was the season. Uh, what's I can't even, anyway. It doesn't, it doesn't, doesn't really matter. But they're, yeah, they're they just went like this team wins. Yeah, same team, same team, same team, same team, and that team won because they just. But usually, they're they're not even at fifty percent. No, like they That's right. Not not nailing it, especially not last year. Um, so then we get uh, McCafe plug. Yeah. Uh, a, I'm. I don't think that they should be allowed to serve that much coffee to people. <laughs> B, do none of these people have taste buds? Yeah, unbelievable. Oh, please give me a cup of burnt beans. Yeah, burn that beans, please. <laughs> that might Run some water some through people, some burnt beans. But <laughs> coffee does not taste good. No, it's burnt beans with water. It's burnt bean water. Yeah, pretty much. It's terrible. Um, so then we go to Luke and Jazz. They're on the couch doing their little confession thing. Yep. And they're talking about not wanting to tell anyone about the app that she's using. Yeah. And then uh, Luke's like, yeah, we're not going to tell anyone. And Ooh. then it cuts to him telling Tam. Yeah, he keeps the secret like no one's business. Uh, I'm just like, God damn. This He's is so definitely dumb. like the town gossip. Yeah, I know. Tell him nothing. Also, you see how much he wants to be on TV like Ooh. all the time. He's like, oh, I'm going to play this joke on Dan. Yeah. He's... He's absolutely the social butterfly. He's going all around just chatting everyone up. Yeah. Yeah, it's a good thing he's pretty efficient getting his jobs done because that leaves him heaps of chat and walk around time. Ain't that the truth? Yeah, pretty a bit, good. A bit like you, except you're not efficient. You just love Yeah, the except for the getting the work done part. <laughs> um, so <laughs> then we go to Harry and Tash and uh, they have the doors hitting. Um, so she starts crying again and yelling at her dad and she's like, oh, you're only 40% helpful. You're more like 60% annoying. And I was like, that reminds me of me and you. Oh, what? That I'm great at math. Yes. Yeah, nailed it. <laughs> no, that you're 60% annoying. Oh, okay. <laughs> so they want to use hung doors, not sliding, which is what the suggestion is to solve their problem. Yep. Uh, so they have a little cry and then Sarah, out of all people, comes in to console her. Um, the teams this year are really like, oh, what's the word for like camaraderie or whatever? Like they're really keen to help each other out a heap. Yeah. Like there's no friction. Except the producers for, must be hating it. I think WA are going to weasel their way in as the villains. Oh, really? Not sharing their apps and stuff. Oh, no. Although, well, one half the team isn't. The other half is telling everyone about it. Although, they are trying to pin Queenslanders like this you know, us against them type mentality at the back end of the episode because they're doing so well. Oh, righto. Uh, but anyway. Yeah, but that's just because we're the greatest state in the world. So it, If you say so. So then they decide to remove one of the robes to shrink it and lift it up. And then I yep. think they might put a desk in there so it all works. But yeah. it goes back to what you're saying about the door just swinging in a weird way. Yeah. Yeah, because it's... um. The door on the wall is not far enough along to squeeze a robe in behind it, but it's so far along that it s stops the bed from being in a specific place as well. Like yeah. It's just Wh in a terrible spot. Who's supplying the robes this season? She said it a lot. Was it Kingsman or is it someone else? Uh, Do you know? Yeah, I think it's Kingsman. It doesn't really matter, but are they... They're like, oh, no, we can't change it because it's already on the assembly line, bruz. And it's yeah. like... So you're not even making them custom, really. Because yeah, if you're making them custom... We need such a hurry. We need a hurry. Cause we've got to make them custom. But yeah, you could just make them skinnier. Yeah. So they fit in there. Yeah, just like make it... Like, just and mark just, where the door's going to swing to. And if the judges say like, anything, you go, nah, man, 1910s, super skinny robes. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. You uh, haven't done your homework, Shana. <laughs> it, I don't know. It's just like... They're like, oh, it's custom. But it's like, just because they're... 
building it for you doesn't make it custom. Yeah, like, putting a different color of whiteboard on the doors isn't a custom job. Yeah, so basically what we're saying, viewers, is typically they put them in at standard sizes, 600, 450s, 900, 1200. Yeah. And what we're saying is, like, to allow for the door, you should make one at, like, 400 and... 85. Whatever's going to work. You know, to allow, and then you just make the doors shorter, and you, like, if you make the doors, then they're custom, as opposed to, like, oh, we've got this size doors that fit these size robes. Yeah. They're the size that you got to have. Yeah. Or even, I don't know, go crazy. There's no reason you need to have doors on all of, like, if you had, you could still have all your robes, your wardrobes. Yeah. Have a couple on the end just open with no door, a little shallower. That leaves room for the door to open. Yeah, I you know, like so you got the thing doors that, on where you hang in your suits and clothes and whatever. Yeah. And you know, and there's some storage above that or you know, so anything that you don't want to be seen, you put in there. But when people are like guest bedrooming, you if that's open, they can just come in and guest bedroom. Oh, I'm a guest, I've got a bag, I'll just throw it in the open. Yeah. Like, well the o- the other thing is uh you know they're going to get pinged for not enough storage, even though they've got, like, a double wardrobe. Well... It's like, this is a guest bedroom. It's not for someone to, like, move in for six weren't years. Weren't they worried about the door swinging onto the bed, which is what it's going to do now, albeit it's going to be onto the foot of the bed? Yeah. Couldn't you have it swing back onto the cupboards anyway, and that way... Yeah, just hang the door the other way. Yeah, yeah I guess. Plus, in these old 1910 cracker houses, the uh, hallway's, like... 4,000 metres wide. Yeah. Have this door swing out into it. Absolutely. Who cares? Like, so many ways to solve problems. So many ways to solve this problem. And it's such a tiny, insignificant problem. These people aren't going to win this room anyway. They're so far behind because they didn't plan a single thing. But they'll probably focus on them for the rest of the week because it builds that drama. Build that drama. So then we go to Jimmy. And for some reason, he has no insulation. Every other couple has their insulation. I guess everyone else took the van to go get it. Well, didn't they introduce but the van in He this didn't even know bit? about the van. He's yeah. like, oh, I need a car now to go get the insulation. And Dan's like, not a problem, fella. We've got a van for it. But why doesn't CSR deliver their insulation with the timber like a normal place? Also, do no hardwares in the Brighton area have insulation? Like, why do they have Absolutely. to drive four hours when or When all the timber comes is? on the truck, there's no reason... On top of the timber couldn't be bags of insulation just strapped down. Well, when Liceheart, that's a little plug, deliver roofs, yep. they always have the insulation with them and they drop Absolutely. it off at the same time. Yeah. It, it just makes and no sense. Because the driver loves insulation. He's like, I put like 20 bags of insulation on, that makes my truck full, super light, super easy to unload. Yeah. Whereas it takes hundreds of sheets of like iron or thousands of sticks of timber to fill my truck up. Yeah, throw a couple of rolls of insulation on there for sure. Yes. But anyway, the issue as to why he has to go get the insulation so quickly is because they're building their ceiling on a rake. So what he's saying is he's not going to have a cavity to get in there to put the insulation in later. Yeah, and there's no way to pull a roof sheet off and put it in from the top. Well, that's what I was thinking. I was like, this isn't the final roof. They're going to have the sheets off at some point. Yeah. You could just stuff them in then. It's not an issue at all. But it would be easier even. Yeah, probably. Because you just land them then on the ceiling. Exactly. Yeah, it's kind of like putting them up, taping yeah, them off. Gravity's doing all the work at that point. I know this is a non-event, but like every other Keith and Dan in this episode, 
this feels super staged. Yes. Like, did you see when Keith and Dan first introduced themselves to the couples? And the couples are, like, standing in their yard together, just, like, doing busy work. Like, one of them's holding an iPad and they're kind of, like, just standing there, like, stabbing at the iPad. And then Keith and Dan roll up going... G'day, how's it going? I'm Keith and Dan. Nice Turn to, to the meet camera. You. Wink, wink. And yeah, and they're like, I'm Keith, I'm Dan. And they're like, yeah, we, we know. Yeah, we don't need you to be introduced Idiots. out of all the yeah. people. So, oh, it was so bloody staged. It was crazy. And then this was also staged. How am I going to go get the insulation? Not to worry, fella. We've got a vehicle. Oh, that's the toppest, blokest thing ever that you've got a vehicle for me to go get this insulation. Just like every other season. I thought this season would be different. Yeah, I thought we'd have to knit it from old sweaters or something. But yeah, just the way that they built it up to being like, oh, you can't access it once you sheet oh. it. And it's like, oh, no, absolutely. So much easier just to do it later. Ah, Not even a problem. Anyway, so then we get on to George, who has done potentially the best insulation install job out of anyone oh so neat which is shocking to me because sparkies are usually the ones destroying the insulation (laughs) quite good because they're like that's in the way of my downlight that's in the way of my wire yeah i just don't like the look of that one it's looking at me funny bruz but this is the second um instance of calling someone like undiagnosed ocd this season already uh yes Yes. Yeah. So they both love it, I guess. Yep. Um, They're both super neat freaks or whatever. But unfortunately, Georgie Boy has uh, made a little mistake in putting ceiling... Ba- Rookie uh, error. Wall buttons in the ceiling, yeah, rather. He's put wall buttons in the ceiling. So to save it, he has to double up, but only on the outside. And then yes. when he puts the manhole in, he can climb back in and double the rest up, is what Dan was saying. To yeah. To bring it up to standard. I don't know why he wouldn't just do it now. Yeah, 100%. Yeah, while the ceiling's open. But also, like... I mean, I guess it was late, but it's not a tools-down situation. Like, it's no sound. Also, I I don't know. Wouldn't you rather him just go get the correct bats and put them in? And then yeah, you can save Yeah, if you pull them. them bats out, you just put them in the next room. Or yeah. is that a problem now with the... Budgeting. Budgeting. Who knows? I think it's just creating their own drama. Yeah. Just shows how little uh, Sparkies have to do with the insulation and that kind of thing. They just run some wires and then they're outie for thouty. Exactly. <laughs> Although I haven't even seen him run some wires yet. No. So I thought he would have had them in before the insulation. Well, yeah, they have. They're, they're in already. They just didn't show him doing them. Sad. Uh, did you have any other thoughts on the episode before we bring her home? No, nah, there wasn't much to it. You know, it's a guest bedroom, so there's not a lot to do. Yes. Uh, you know, half the episode was taken off with the story of the farmers and the they're all their troubles. So. Yeah, Western Australia got a little thing in there too, didn't they? Yeah, but not 40 minutes long. <laughs> well, anyway, on tomorrow's episode, bonds will be tested. Indecision takes over. Thieving and one team keeps on rolling, 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 rolling. What? Yeah. Yeah, so that's something exciting to look forward to. Uh, I think that this thieving one is a bit of a G up. Well, it looked like he's like, oh, you blokes are taking my stuff in there. And he's like, oh, you stand, we're taking all your stuff. And he's like, no. Nah. And then it's cuts. Yeah. And I think at that point he goes, nah, just those bits that are mine. Uh, yeah, those those five lengths of timber that are clearly of timber mine. Right there that are mine. Yeah, see how and that'll be the paint it. on it? Yeah. And he'll go, oh, sorry. Yeah, sorry, bro. I'll, I'll just go get them. Yeah. But anyway, who that's, knows? That's my prediction on it anyway. What do you think? Going I, to blows? I think that Brad is going to be wrong and that they've stolen the entire house and somehow <laughs> got it inside their house. Now we've got two houses uh, and yeah. you've got none. <laughs> <laughs> All right. 
Thank you, everyone, for listening, telling a friend. I hope you're all doing well during COVID. I feel like I'm being so selfish. I should say that to people. Yep. Uh, uh, once again, you could find me on Facebook at Maximum Blockage or email at MaximumBlockage at Outlook.com or get Brett at... Twitter. Maximum Blockage on Twitter. Uh, yeah. Yeah, sweet ass. Bye. Bye.